0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Class. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Big news on the Vax front this weekend. I think they are really trying their hardest to stay ahead of the of the truth that may be coming out on the vax front they are hitting us hard with the propaganda but they cannot avoid reporting that even more countries are discontinuing or banning the use of the astrazeneca vaccine that's the one that's a uses a chimpanzee virus viral vector and a gene transduction or gene induction sometimes they don't even know what actually happens but it injects dna into the cell originally they had said that the astrazeneca vaccination was not being used by some european countries because the efficacy data wasn't there for the group in greatest need of the vaccine so it's something you've pointed out binkley that They didn't use the actual cohort that they were targeting in the studies. Now, some of the vaccines did, uh, did use some vulnerable groups. Some used a saline placebo. You have to actually go through and look study by study, but I thought that was kind of a weird answer anyway because then okay put the astrazeneca vaccine just for the people who you know make it available for the healthy people who are in the study let's say that would just solve the problem logically instead of making news stories about how it's languishing in the freezer or fridge but now they're saying that the reason more countries are not allowing the astrazeneca vaccine is because of blood clots Now, that's funny because the three things that I had been saying I was worried about with this vaccine was one is they were saying if you're on blood thinners, you should let your practitioner know. Now, every old person I know is on blood thinners, so I didn't understand why. Is it the blood thinner that's the problem or the fact that you're on blood thinners means that you're prone to clots? No idea. Then there were reports of strokes, including Hank Aaron after the vaccine. That's something to think about. And this, according to what I thought Angie Kaufman was way ahead of, this thing looks more like a blood disease than a respiratory illness. So maybe it does actually target uh, the blood, the characteristics of the blood. So This makes sense to me. The mainstream media is still denying that there is any evidence that there are correlations among these things. But this also plays into an idea I had about they are creating the most panic, the most mad dash to the vaccinations possible right now, because I was just wondering if by summer, kind of everybody would know somebody who was injured by the vaccine or had a bad reaction and there would be a kind of more general resistance to it or caution about it, and they want to get as many people vaccinated as possible before that wave hits. Now, that's almost a hopeful thing. Not that I want people to be injured, but what I really want is for people to wake up to the risks here so that it doesn't get mandated or that there isn't support for these vaccine passports. I'm just hoping that the truth will come out sooner rather than later and that we will, as a community respond to that rationally. Maybe that's a tall order. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And they don't seem to be, at least our public health officials don't seem to be acknowledging the bans that are going on in other countries like of the AstraZeneca. They don't talk about those really on the news much that I've seen. And they are pushing forward hardcore with this marketing effort to get the shots in the arms of Americans, to get your jab, and they're just openly talking about it as marketing, as advertising. It is so reminiscent of how we advertised America, the Committee on Public Information, the first propaganda committee, um, large-scale prop- propaganda committee to get us into World War One. It's very similar.
0: And it's what's also pretty clear is that they continue to target the African-American community and their... But absolutely rational caution. They're culturally, like they're handed down from generations caution. There's that documentary I think called Medical Racism that there there is a racial bias in medical experimentation historically and I would say even an a vax apartheid where you don't let people on a plane for not being vaxed will have a disparate impact. But a couple of the stories that emerged over the weekend, I didn't realize I guess I knew this, but Leon Spinks, did he have the vaccine before he died? I know Hank Aaron did very publicly. And then another boxer, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, died unexpectedly after getting the vaccine. And Tommy Hearns, the very, very famous opponent from I think it was the 1985 bout, which we watched last night, Hagler v. Hearns. I actually, after watching that fight, I thought, I wonder. What Hearns is up to now because he took a beating and I wondered if he was able to think straight They'll probably say that that actually no he cannot think straight because he put on his Instagram that Marvelous Marvin Was uh, Vax injured and that's why he was dying and and of course I think they're gonna say that he's punch drunk that Hearns, but the fact is that uh, Hagler did die. He was not ill from the reports. I've read and he did and and They're say some people are saying that he got the vaccine, including Hearns.
1: We keep hearing stories about this and we keep getting the same responses that, oh, that's just rare. You don't need to worry about it. That just means it's working. It's. When are we allowed to actually be concerned? They have taken something that's completely logical to ask questions about something experimental. And they've turned it on its head and said, you're crazy, dangerous and a conspiracy theorist if you do the logical thing.
0: And they actually countered these concerns about Hank Aaron, Leon Spinks, Marvelous Marvin with saying uh, plenty of people. This is just hilarious. Plenty of people have gotten the vaccine vaccination without being injured, such as Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris. And it's like, OK, if you can name two people who are healthy women of a certain age who are not injured, is that really compelling? I mean, that's right. You that's know, their and, best evidence. Yeah. And until I did an actual analysis of whatever it is they shot in those chicks arms, I'm not going to buy that. So that would even go with if. You know, I think you were saying maybe Trump got it. Who knows if he did or not? Who knows if he sat for it and what was in the what was in the needle?
1: Right. Yeah. There was a story that he had secretly gotten the Pfizer vaccine. I I don't know if if there's truth to it or not. I know that the teachers in Cherokee County this past week and probably other counties as well. They got Thursday and Friday off to get the vaccine because they're encouraged to go out and, and get the jab. And I'm sure they probably did it leading up to the weekend for in case it had side effects, because if you get it and has side effects, you're not going to be able to come in.
0: That's a good point. And if you need to take the day off, it takes 10 minutes. Why, you know, they have blood drives come to the building. Why not have the vax drive come to the building? Because they need to keep an eye on you. They need to make sure that you're in a medical facility. Isn't that right? So if it's right. no brainer. But the unions are tying at first they were like, we want um, to, to defund the police before s- teachers go back to school. We want this. And now and now it's like this big gimme from the union saying we're not going back to school until the teachers get on the A-list. So it's just so psychological, so Bernaysian, Bernaysian to get people to do that. But I do think that this idea is to push it all at once before people have those couple of weeks to see what it really does to if everybody they knew got it so there's this whole theme about vaccine hesitancy and the african-american community but also what we saw in one of our recent probably our most recent rock fan video was how they were going to tr- tie q with vaccine hesitancy did so i immediately saw that theme emerge that was in a rockfin video right yeah okay i immediately saw that theme emerge when i saw them i I saw some uh activists draw the connection between the q stuff of the children save the children which i think is the way that the q following trump kind of tapped into that right to life energy that will never go away single voter thing i think that is a part of that and then they're they're also tying in the vax thing by saying the vaccines are targeting children who don't need it which is a totally valid point there's no question about that giving gene therapy to healthy people who are not at risk of dying from the disease is unprecedented medically from what i understand but there was a huge article in the washington post i don't know if it was just came out today or what, but it was about Facebook conducting a massive study of where vaccine, a.k.a. VH, is coming from. And they they pointed this out, which (laughs) vaccine hesitancy is coming. Yes. VH. Yeah. And it said that they had six hundred and thirty eight categories. How do they categorize people? And I immediately thought of Cambridge Analytica. And then even later in the article, it talked about their historical relationship with cambridge analytica so i also thought about birds of a feather from the courts article on the google uh, nsa origin where they just really wanted to be able to pigeonhole people birds of a feather so they actually whether you know it or not you're categorized it must be pretty fine categories to have 638 categories but only 10 of those categories are responsible for 50% of all the VH news. So you get halfway through this massive article before it says to you that it is uh, heavily based on Q type people, even though the actual like uh, Washington Post URL for the article is simply Facebook vaccine hesitancy QAnon. So that is the point of the article. you have to read halfway through for them to just try to give you this. Oh, so they're analyzing, analyzing and oh, whoop, Q pops up. And then they also go in and say so they say that they are they are saying three big things about the vaccine, that it is a Gates population control initiative, that it has something to do with the antichrist and that covid is no deadlier than the flu. So those three things are all conspiracy theories that COVID is no deadlier than the flu. You might as well think Gates is the antichrist, whatever. And it also throws in there that half of white males have no intention of getting. And this was a quote that made me absolutely bat batty that the white males will not get, quote, any of the three federally approved vaccines. Now, what do I think about that?
1: Well, you don't like it because they're not federally approved.
0: (laughs) That's right. They're authorized. They're authorized. You are allowed to do it because there's an emergency. So this is the Washington Post getting maximum Pinocchios from me.
1: Well, they deserve as many Pinocchios as you can dole out because you're right. Saying that it has been approved and it's not and then expecting really calling Americans basically crazy and dangerous for not wanting to just jump up and take a non-approved vaccine, this experimental, it's a backwards world. And Fauci, speaking of that same survey, he wants Trump to push his supporters to get the COVID vaccine after what is being called a disturbing poll result, where, as you said, the white Trump QAnon-like supporters are most likely not to take the vaccine. And Fauci urged this at the right after the PSA that included all the other former presidents that are still alive who promoted to getting the vaccine to to the population. Trump did not appear in that PSA. He, they, they blocked him out of it. But so Fauci and this so we have the African-American communities being targeted uh, for vaccine hesitancy. And now we have Trump QAnon community being targeted for vaccine hesitancy. This is a way to kind of create an apartheid, if I'm using that term correctly, based on ideology, at this point, you can say, if you support Trump or believe these certain things, you are dangerous and therefore you must be separated from society based on those beliefs.
0: And it's a choice. So you're allowed to be discriminated against for something that's a choice. So that's what they're going to say with that.
1: Yeah. Fauci also went on to discuss something that you brought last week the three feet study. There was a study. Where was the study out of Massachusetts, Out uh, of Massachusetts, that found that there's no difference in social distancing three feet and six feet. Well, Jake Tapper brought that up and Fauci just took it in stride, saying that, yeah, this is part of the data that we're collecting. And as this data comes in, we're going to be talking to the CDC. I talk to them every day and we're going to be making new public health recommendations based on studies like this. So. I expect it to get moved to three feet soon, but it makes you wonder what the hell have we been doing the past year then if you're waiting for the data now?
0: Well, I never thought that that data, that that six feet thing was based on data. I remember uh, the Department of Health in Canada came out with there is absolutely no evidence to support and maybe evidence to refute that anyone has Passed it along, even walking, uh, passing each other on a footpath in a park like that was all stuff that they were making rules without the data. But I think that part of this is it reminds me of what I think about the Mario Cuomo, Gavin Newsom impeachment efforts is that. By being responsive, even though all the damage has been done already with Fauci's rules and Cuomo's um, bad faith stuff, I know they're trying to get him on... The sexual harassment stuff, but really because there was a rising wave of bad feeling towards him because of some of his policies about COVID. They say it's because of the nursing home, of him sending COVID patients back to nursing homes. I think it's bigger than that. I think it was about destroying New York society and and not even being effective about it. They still had crazy rates of COVID. So I think that they look at the Fauci and the Cuomo stuff and they're saying to you, to true believers, to people who believe in the system, that the system given enough time that's always a big one given time the system does work so now that we've gotten the evidence we've gotten the studies we do respond to that we you know we admit that we're wrong because new science come, that's how it works honey that's how it works okay so you can you can don't be going for your insurrection, just let the process go take its course. Now that Biden's in office, now that it's the Democrats, then, oh, yeah, the process is a great idea. Before that, though, it was that uh, you've got to, you know, by any means necessary. And I and uh, uh, speaking of the Cuomo thing, I also saw and I don't know if it, it might have been another Washington Oh, no, it was a Fox News thing, of course. It said Biden, no, something like no stranger to accusations of inappropriate conduct or inappropriate touching gives Cuomo a pass. And I was thinking this, this does feed into my suspicion that Biden, the father and the son— Hunter Biden had that weird picture of what looked like an underage girl behind him. Joe smells hair and weird (laughs) stuff like that. And from young people, too, that 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 those themes were allowed to emerge because Q2.0 makes a lot more sense than Q1.0, because Q1.0 was there's a deep state problem, but their own. President was the president, so it was a little tricky to say, well, the military is there to conduct a coup against the deep state, even though we want to keep the elected president in place. That was kind of weird. But if you have a president who needs to be couped upon, who needs <laughs> to go to jail, who is one of the pe- pedos, then then it gives new life to that whole coup thing, to that whole, uh, whole thread of insurrection, to that whole Thing it really about does, yeah. The military, so... It's better positioned
1: as the outsider, I think. As the outside yes. of power. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Stacey Abrams has been all over the news today and yesterday. She appeared on Jake Tapper's State of the Union. She was there to speak out against what you know, she's calling... Uh, well, Georgia's new election legislation, which, of course, she is calling it racist and there to promote legislation she would like to see passed at the federal level instead. The proposed bills in Georgia are the ones that would end automatic voter registration and limit voting by mail and Sunday voting. And she also mentions other legislation that's being implemented around the country that would ban the use of drop boxes. And Stacey Abrams, or Jake Tapper, set Stacey Abrams up nicely at the very beginning of this interview. His very first question to her, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm shortening it, but his first question was, Senator Chuck Schumer has called this Georgia legislation racist. Do you agree? Does Stacey Abrams agree that it's racist? (laughs) Of course, that's the only reason she's there, is to call it racist. And she spent the rest of the time then calling it racist. And she went on to push the, after she talked about how this legislation needs to be stopped in Georgia and around the country, she then went on to push the For the People Act, which she says, or which would transform democracy by making it fairer, stronger, and more inclusive, according to, what they were talking about, and the legislation would make it easier to vote in federal elections. It would end congressional gerrymandering. It would overhaul federal campaign finance laws, and it would increase safeguards against foreign interference. It's that last one that stands out to me, increasing safeguards against foreign interference. What exactly does that mean? You know, that seems like... No,
0: what does it mean?
1: I, I don't know. I think it probably would be applied to QAnon. To be Because she was talking about this stuff, about this legislation, the importance that the For the People Act be passed because of what we saw happen at the Capitol, quote, insurrection on January 6th. I think that's where foreign interference relates because they tie QAnon to Russia. They have QAnon in other countries now. And she went on to say that because of what happened on January 6th, that the filibuster, there must be an exemption for the For the People Act. It must be exempt from filibuster because Democrats are concerned that it could be halted in filibuster. But because democracy is so important, everybody in the Senate must recognize that there must be an exemption to protect democracy through the For the People Act.
0: Well, that's actually the danger of democracy. The reason we have the filibuster stuff is to protect the rights of the minority against the tyranny of the majority. Right. Now, I looked at H.R. 1 a while back. I have to revisit it. The only thing I liked in it was that it did make a provision for paper ballots that could be audited so I assumed that that would probably get fall off by the time anything yeah. passed but uh Ted Metz our guy from Atlanta libertarian sent me um that that whole. What's her name again? Chrissy Ann Hall, something like that. She did a good video on HR1, so maybe I'll find it for the show notes and I'll check it out. We were talking about it when we talked to Garland this week.
1: Interesting. She also was asked what her thoughts were on Cuomo and should he step down? And she said all women should be Listen to. But then she was so focused on the voting. She said, my focus is on protecting voting rights across the country. I have nothing further to say about Cuomo. She has a singular focus on being the champion of this issue. And it sounds like she's using a fake crisis, so to speak, to say, hey, let's violate the Constitution.
0: It's a common theme. Yep. It's, uh, well, I would have to look and see how the rules are. Right.
1: Yeah. I I just mean she's she's presenting it. This She doesn't care and, about yeah, the rules. Right, exactly. That's for it's, sure. Uh, yeah. Yes. She's
0: by any means necessary right, to get exactly. what you want. But then other than that, just let the system take its take its time.
1: Uh, so Brian Stelter had on reliable sources, most unreliable source on television, his Sunday CNN show. He had a woman named Jessica Hussman from an organization, new organization called Vote Beat. Hussman is also – she's the director of the organization, and she also is with ProPublica, which is a journalist activist organization, very left-leaning. And VoteBeat, what they do, she explains, is they train election reporters, and then they take these election reporters, and they implant them. She used the word seed. She said seed them around the country in local news organizations that where – We're just going to give you, local news organization, a paid for journalist that we have trained to cover your election beat. And then you don't have to worry about it.
0: That reminds me of the original Operation Mockingbird. That's what I was thinking too. The yeah. CIA said to, this is how I remember it anyway, the CIA back in the sixties during the Vietnam and the early seventies, they said to the journalists, we will allow you to be embedded with our troops. You can actually be on the ground. We will protect you. You can see everything that's going on, but, but you, and we'll give you insider information, but you also have to allow us to Tell you what not to publish, what not to publish. And it, and it was very interesting because before that, there's a very famous speech by JFK, which people used to demonstrate that he knew there was a cabal yeah. where he said there's this worldwide organization that is bent on destroying your liberties. That was to the press corps. What people don't realize is if you listen to the entire speech, he was saying to them, so please let us uh, please don't report on things that will hurt us in our fight against what I think he meant, international communism. So it's very it's so funny how context can really change the meaning of something.
1: It really does. That's interesting. That's what they did in World War One, too, is they went around to the organizations asking them the exact same thing. Please don't do this. You're going to hurt the war effort.
0: Yeah. And and of course, in those days, they probably did it in good faith. But nowadays, they'll do it just because you'll keep your job. You don't have to work that hard. I mean, it's really probably just bribery but anyway so we have one more big story from the free 30 and this one's yours binkley you're the lucky winner who is the new contestant and america's next top villain so i totally want to hear that story and we have a couple more things about Stacey abrams maybe something that would surprise you there are many calls to honor her in different ways and one of them i could actually get behind i think you could too we're gonna to hear about that in the patron 15. and in the meanwhile i Would like to give a big thanks to the sponsor of today's show, libertygear.net. So all of you pay. Well, I guess if you're a patron, you're not hearing this because if you become a patron, you do not hear the promo. Although we do like people to support those who support us libertygear.net is run by a really great supporter of the show, the life of the party, every DPP, every Zoom party, everybody knows our friend from libertygear.net and he has a great sense of humor he's got great products there, he's got funny masks and t-shirts and things that help you connect, I connected over a t-shirt not too long ago and actually made a friend here because of a t-shirt that said impeach Governor Newsom so that's the kind of thing you can get from libertygear.net, he's got a lot of ideas up there, but he very quickly, very easily can turn around something custom. He, you can just tell him an idea, send him a picture, and he's got uh, somebody who does will do the graphics, and it's just, it's really good. I've gotten numerous emails of people saying, hey, I need a uh, little, some t-shirts for my club or whatever. Who's that guy again? Well, it's libertygear.net, so support libertygear.net if you want to support us, and if you want to support us, you can also just support us, which is you could become a patron on patreoncom slash Propaganda Report. We have a lot of different tiers. If you want to get just tons of extra content, all of our extra content is at the introductory tier of Truth Sponge, which is only seven dollars a month. That's just an, a tremendous value. I, oh, the higher tiers are for more interactive stuff. And I know people are. Rejecting Patreon. I just heard that James Corbett is also off Patreon. And that is probably going to come for us, but we're not ready to make the move yet. So if you join Patreon, it's only a like a one month commitment. It just goes month to month. You can cancel at any time and I will automatically get your email. So I download those emails regularly and when and if we get thrown off of that, there will be no warning, but we'll have your email and we're going to make a move. We're working on it right now. But in the meanwhile, if you want to support us. Join Patreon. And even if you cannot absorb all of that extra content, that is really what keeps us going. So think of it as donating to a scholarship fund. We like to get that free stuff out there. We've been asked. To keep it going, people want to share it with their teens, share it with church groups, so we keep it clean during the Free 30. We let our hair down during the Patron 15. The extra content is a little more personal, a little more in-depth. We cover other topics, so you get a little more. If you like us, you're probably going to like the Patron 15 as a supplement. It's not exactly the same stuff as in the Free 30. And there is so much more uh but if you don't do any of that at least go to the propreport.com and sign up for our mailing list just register as a user and i will get your email that way when we do get shut out we can reach our uh, uh th- it's thousands at this point of people who would like to continue to get our content even after we get kicked off big tech so uh with that on with the show and the last Story of the Free 30.
1: On his program on CNN yesterday, Brian Stelter of Reliable Sources, most unreliable source on television, announced the next contestant in America's Next Top Villain. And the winner is Tucker Carlson will be the next contestant. As Stelter came out and declared Tucker Carlson as the new Donald Trump. Straight up declared him the new Donald Trump, and then he went on to rattle off some of what he perceives to be as their similarities, saying that Tucker Carlson, like Trump, also taps into white male rage. He's an outrage-generating machine. He stokes distrust in the media. How dangerous to stoke distrust in the media. He, (laughs) He says that Tucker stokes the same debates and conspiracy theories that Trump did. He lists a few examples, which is interesting when he lists the examples because you're like, those aren't conspiracy theories. For example, it's not a conspiracy theory to question the cause of George Floyd's death. It's not conspiracy theory to question the circumstances around his death. He flat out threw that in there as though the case had already been decided and a guilty verdict had been handed down. So you
0: that's what they they do. It's like they sandwich a truth between two lies, you know, as their taint thing, turning that old lie between two truths on its head. Right. Because they want to make things that like the earlier thing saying COVID is no deadlier than the flu is up there with thinking Bill Gates is the antichrist. It's just and that I mean, that is just a question that you could answer. It's not. Yeah, and so and you then, can
1: follow the facts. You can watch the trial and find out how it comes out. And Stelter's flat out saying you're a dangerous conspiracy theorist on a radi- an increasingly radicalized network of Fox News, which he called that, even at one point, calling Tucker Carlson more dangerous than Trump because he said he's smarter than Trump. <laughs> and sometimes he does tell truth, like we just said, around lies, which is also true. He does. Tucker Carlson lies, too,
0: just like Brian Stelter lies. Oh, Tucker Both Carlson. Propaganda- I consider Tucker Carlson to be the most dangerous propagandist in the country, but not for the same reason Stelter yeah, does. Different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Because Tucker Carlson is the one person on Fox who isn't moving to the middle. He's the one person who seems to say things that are outside the official narrative. His father was a masterful international propagandist himself, Tucker Carlson's. And and what Carlson's power is. If you, and this, if you get into any kind of sophisticated propaganda, um, rubric, I guess, template or tactics, you see that what, what you do is you push out as much v- validating information as you possibly yeah. can. And then you save for that person, that person who has gotten to be the most trusted source, the one thing you need to happen so if you want to promote the insurrection narrative or a vaccine narrative or you want to sow discord you give it to that guy So Stelter is calling attention to Carlson, just like others called attention to Cruz to validate them as outsiders, threats to the system. It's exactly what Jeff Zucker did for Trump from the beginning. Let me tell you, Democrats, the worst thing that could happen to us is if Trump gets elected. And when the left targets the guy, that's highly validating for that guy. So Stelter validated Tucker Carlson. He
1: does. He went on to actually flat-out say that the January 6th, quote, insurrection was stirred up by Tucker Carlson. There not, you go. So not just Trump, Tucker Carlson, what they 're doing here, part of what they 're doing is a br- brainwashing technique they 're repeating this stuff over and over again, but about different people, so it was Trump, it was Ted Cruz now it 's Tucker Carlson, so they 're not demonizing the person. the person is kind of, the person is the generator, the outrage generator, but it 's the points of view that they want to de- demonize they 're just transferring to the the most recent person who they can stir that outrage about those points of views with and If they repeat these things enough times through enough different outlets, if they – when I say repeat these things – if they can make the public get outraged over things that are completely logical, so a backwards reality, a brainwashing, it makes sense to ask questions, yet they're saying you should get outraged when people ask questions, then eventually they won't have to condition the public anymore. They won't have to signal through their own outrage because the public will just know how to recognize these backwards ways of getting outraged and then it will be ingrained in our society that we live in an upside down world where logic is outrage generating and outrage generating things are treated as though they're logical and reasonable. This is brainwashing and it's happening at a rapid pace.
0: And I think it also corrals people who object to stelter into a camp that is also controlled, you know, that classic controlled opposition. These are all classic techniques. But uh, let's get, we can continue the conversation about classic propaganda techniques. Actually, it is going to come up in the pa- patron 15 right now. But before we get to that, let me just shout out and thank our two latest patrons, Edward and Ben. Thank you so much for answering the call. And I would like to give a patron saint, Matt, a shout out. Matt shouts out. To Scott Horton of antiwar.com and Horton's new book, Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terror. Matt says Scott's books are great and so is his podcast. So that's a great little shout out right there, Matt. Thank you so much. And thank you, Edward and Ben. And now on to the patron 15. All
1: right. You guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the propaganda report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content Monica was telling you about, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to y'all on the patron 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day.